Welcome to Daring Creating Refuge. This episode, which is going to remain unnumbered, um, is basically an update on um, some major shifts that is happening in my life um, that are both simultaneously painful, transformative, um, and going in a new direction, um, breaking through some obstacles. So I graduated from the yoga program Communities Rising um, at the beginning of May. And before that last class, I sent out a email to our listserv saying I wanted to start this group for um, outdoor practice, specifically for marginalized communities. And this was inspired mainly from my young punk rock, gothic, industrial subculture lifestyle and that if you want anything to happen you need a group however I didn't realize that capacity is at play in these times there's a lot of trauma going on in our external world beyond a lot of our control in terms of the political arena whether you agree with it or not our world is on fire Um, just look beyond the United States to see all the turmoil that's going on So the way that I deal with it is I don't tap into it. I don't watch the news. The only news that is palatable to me is the local news. So here in the Bay Area, we have a channel called um, Cron 4. And pretty much it's almost 24-hour news. But it's mostly local stuff. And it's on the loop. I feel for the newscasters. um, Because they have to repeat themselves over and over and over again. Um... And they rarely show headlines from what's going on uh, globally or nationally. If it is, it's on a ticker tape. And I don't pay attention to the ticker tape. So, um, I was waiting. And um, I didn't realize I was out of touch in terms of what are people going through. You know, our economy is topsy-turvy right now we're heading into a recession a lot of people are losing their jobs a lot of people in the metropolitan cities are living hand to mouth unless you're say working for google or something in the tech industry so now we have this technocracy that is another uh, categorization of people based on class so forget about Poor, middle class, upper class. Now we got the technocracy that's pulling all the strings and uh, pushing all the buttons. In control, right? Just look at how our last two presidencies went in terms of voting and Facebook, right? And people forget that Obama was put into office mainly by Facebook. Um... So, enough of politics. So, the shifts that have been going on in my life is that I took a vow at the yoga graduation 
vocally aloud in front of a group of about 40 people that I was fully going to move into my power. And this was very significant in that, um, as many of you listeners may know, I've gone through tremendous amount of trauma throughout my lifetime that is a pattern that repeats. And some of it is based upon familiarity and that I get into unhealthy relationships because they mirror my parents. Um, They might mirror my sister. They might mirror some of my cherished childhood friendships, which were actually unhealthy. Um, So, yes, Um, with that, um, I have um, made a business card. So the group is called Divergent. Um, We practice outdoors. So far, I have had, let's see, I've had three appointments. Um, I had a couple cancellations. However, um, I don't let those cancellations affect my ability um, to continue to heal myself and to offer modalities to those who are living with trauma methods to work with it so I um, I instruct these two hour blocks on the beach in my hometown in Alameda and um, it's been really successful and so far I've only been doing it for free Um, however when August comes I'm going to start charging and since it's a two hour block I should be charging $300 however I'm going to do it for $150 um, to begin Um, or maybe I say suggested donation 150 to 300 because a lot of the people who access, um, these services, um, and the practitioners who offer them, uh, have an understanding that this is work that is done outside of our traditional medical complexes. That just like to diagnose us and throw a bunch of pills at us or label us crazy or, um, you know, the stuff that many of us who are tuning in and myself included have to deal with in terms of the stigma and mental illness, um, how we're seen as a threat, um, a burden, Someone who could potentially go postal. And, you know, a lot of the pain that I've been feeling has been from, um, quote unquote, liberal minded communities. Um, Just because a community is full of radicals or people of color or queers or what have you doesn't necessarily mean that their politics are good. Um, That politics are quote-unquote progressive um there's a lot of stuff that's reified from a mainstream society in terms of power dynamics and so what i found through this and going through some grief at the center that i volunteer for um and hold leadership positions is that some people have a shitty practice and um i cannot let that sway me and affect me 
however I have let it affect my self-esteem. And so I'm coming to a realization that I may have to leave um, the meditation center um, because it's frankly indoors and um, Buddhist practice has been taken away from its original incarnations of being outdoors, of being founded outdoors. Same with movement and um, yoga practice. It's always outdoors and through westernization um, and not in a bad sense, it's just mod- modernity. Uh, everything's been moved indoors. And for those of us who suffer from trauma, who are living from trauma, being inside, if it's not our own home, and we're not say with our cat or our dog or the things that make us feel safe, our anxiety levels high. Um, so since I took on these responsibilities at the center, um, it's been impacting me. Um, I don't see the center as a space of refuge anymore. I kind of see it as a workplace. So that kind of propelled me into this outdoor practice. And I've been thinking about it for years now. I, I was going to start a bicycle group uh, that was PTSD oriented. Um, however, there's a group in Texas doing that. So hurrah for them. They're doing a great job. Um, however, that's not going to stop me and bikes in this process. So since it's a outdoor group, we have opportunities to walk we have opportunities to feel the earth. We have opportunities to connect with the skyline, the horizon, um, the ocean, the bay, um, walking, running. Um, I have a friend who's going to offer water practice within this scope, um, another bicycling. So in this, I have to find patience um made my um cards about a week ago i used the funny promo code on spotify to get 10 percent off and basically shaved on shipping got 20 dollars worth of 100 business cards that has the sun on it beaming through the clouds and it says divergent outdoor practice and on the reverse It says practice outdoors with my information. I have yet to create a website um, because as many of you listeners know, just creating that business card, although it didn't take that long in terms of time, I was holding it. Um, It was an obstacle for me, Uh, just like paperwork and bureaucracy. Moving through this stuff is very difficult. And once I did that, um, I was uh, riding on my bike. I have a speaker that I play on my bike. Um, Helps me with my cadence, my pedal stroke. Helps me get out of my head um, with traumatic memories. Uh, Now that I'm listening to music again on my bike, headphones aren't on, so I'm safer. And there was another promo code on the Spotify app that played about Squarespace and getting another 10% on a domain name. Um, So I'm going to actually bite the bullet this time and buy a domain. Um, I've had many websites in the past 
be it from live journal diary land friendster myspace facebook you know all these things they all come and go however i think when one really truly makes their mark online with their own stuff and then markets it um and has steady income kind of like my days on ebay and amazon you know it's all for the better um i gotta do for self at the moment and doing for self before others has been a very difficult lesson for me but necessary um so this whole concept of self-care is very important if self-care say the words rub you the wrong way call it something else taking care of yourself um or yourselves what are your different identities that need nurturing is it your parent child right um is it the lost child is it the hurt child the weeping child um is it the child that had to take care of the family that had to be a responsible one when in reality the only expectation that should have been placed upon the child's shoulders is discovery and learning and fun um so this brings me to a pivotal shift um so as many of you listeners may know my spouse and i were kicked out of my parents house after i came out of a hospital due to a bike messenger accident Um, There was a lot of racism involved with this and that. My wife and I were trying to have a kid. Um, My spouse is black. I'm mixed. My dad's incredibly racist and kicked us out. Um, Couch surfed for a couple months, found a place, and eventually our marriage dissolved. Um, We're at the tail end of the divorce right now. So I went to my sister's and uh, I was excited to see my sister because I haven't seen her in a year. I only see her on her birthdays. So I'm riding over to the place that she rents, which is the house. And um, I find out that she's moving. And to my horror, she's moving into the house we grew up in that I was kicked out of. Because her husband, who is white, and their kid, um, they lost their job. So it really brought up these power differentials in terms of who really matters. Uh, My sister is the golden child. She gets everything she wants. Everything. Where I have had to struggle and prove myself through my whole life. Be it being enrolled in these programs I didn't like, like martial arts, being ingrained with stupid war movies, tolerating my parents' swinging lifestyle, being in a den of hyper-masculinity and patriarchy, and abuse. So, with that, I had... I had to leave within that moment I found out I was still on the sidewalk my sister's at the above of the steps in this weird 
another power power differential. I rode and I um I cried at the beach and uh, I had this memory of my wife and I. We were at um, we were just coming home from Traverse City and uh, there was a lighthouse um, on the bay Um, I forget what bay it is maybe Harbor Bay I forget and uh, we were skipping rocks And uh, it was such a dreamy moment in that um, it was so ethereal and metaphorically the lighthouse of um, moving into light. And um, And it hurts that in this attempt to heal um, in my relationship with my spouse, and we were taking such great strides that I was handed more pain. And this is another layer of it, and that my sister is moving into the house and that that moment just came into my mind and and it was really uncanny Um, it was like I was reliving it and it was a good memory (laughs) So needless to say, I've been listening to a lot of music, um, a lot of soul music, uh, reminds me of myself when I moved to Michigan and I was living in a very, um, American, typical American kind of city of East Lansing, you know, predominantly white, then black, so, you know, these dualities of white black nothing really in the middle and those who are in the middle like Latinos Asians and everyone else are kind of looked on with curiosity um I've been um I've been renegotiating renegotiating my relationship to blackness. Um, I grew up culturally black. And now I'm realizing that most of my friends are black. 
and uh, I met someone who I really want to thank, um, but I don't know how without becoming attached or uh, the fear of being abandoned. Um, she has also grew up in the Bay Area. She grew up in Hunters Point, which used to be a predominantly black military neighborhood. Um, and she has her own house, which was her parents, and she was a caregiver as well to both of her parents who died. And um, she has her own business. And we spent an afternoon together. She was my my first client, so to speak. And she um she literally sparked something within me to jump forward into this process. Fully realizing my potential. And um, when I met her at the Cove in Alameda at Crab Cove, it was like, it was a very majestic moment. And the challenge is not to compare um, with the comparative mind as to when I met my spouse almost eight years ago this month. And it's hard really hard to um, recognize when one's in a pattern of sharing one's pain rather than sharing one's love and it's a lesson that I'm still in process of unraveling and uh There's just something to be said about attachment and um, PTSD or complex PTSD in that there's flight, fright, uh, fight, flight, freeze. However, I've just learned two new terms. Um, Appease. So many of us living with this condition have to appease others by letting them do whatever they want to do, you know, like shrug the shoulders or give, 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 
for rewards. Um, so someone doesn't get mad, right? So eggshells. And the other one is attach. And that's my characteristic. Um, that's why I have octopus arms on my tattooed on my arms. Because I attach. I hold on to memories, to people, to places. And uh, it's been really hard for me not to fall into patterns of previous relationships, even though we're just friends. So... With awareness at center, I'm able to recognize what's happening before I get swept up. I could get emotionally swept up, and believe me, I have, but not to the point where, you know, it's also physical and, um, say, spending time, more time. So it's very cerebral. So, those are some updates. I have another one-on-one today, which is actually kind of like a day date. I'm getting picked up. We're going to the beach. Then we're going to go eat, and then we're going to go to the meditation center. Um, This is another client, uh, someone who I truly care about. Who is also living with trauma. Um, And uh, let's see how this goes. And I will keep everyone posted. Um, This is July 4th, Independence Day. How about that? God bless America, right? Um, And with that, you know. Our independence, how does that manifest in our lives? Are we codependent, independent, interdependent? Um, And how does one hold that? Is it tied to situations? Or is it a constant, a constant pattern that we fall back upon? Oh, I feel like I just pontificated for a bazillion light years. I'm a little emotional. So with that, um, with my tiredness, I'm going to listen to my body and maybe draw a bath and um, lay in some hot water for a while. Um, Happy 4th of July, however you celebrate. Maybe it's just your day off. Maybe you like fireworks. Maybe you can't stand fireworks because they trigger you. Whatever it is, try to enjoy this moment. And however independence manifests in your life, 
and thanks for listening. You've been listening to Darren Creative Refuge. An update. I do not know what number this is. Probably 20, 21, 22, 23. I'm not sure. Thanks again.